You're listening to the Anchor Down Podcast. Let's play some basketball! In the words of Fergie, let's play some basketball. Oh my god, that doesn't get old. The Fergie National Anthem from the NBA All-Star Game, when the players were all just going crazy at her showmanship. I guess is a kind way to put it. Well, it's basketball season. Vanderbilt women's basketball opens Tuesday night against Jacksonville State. Men's basketball the following night against Southeast Missouri State. Of course, we will cover both over the course of the winter season here on the Anchor Down podcast. Maxer is with you on ESPN 102.5. The game had the pleasure of sitting down with Vanderbilt women's basketball coach Stephanie White this week as she enters her fourth season at the helm of the Vanderbilt women's basketball team. Talk about the current roster, culture change, and where they feel like they are now with their program culture as well as their on-floor style of play, which she also feels like is getting to where it needs to be. Hope you enjoy. We'll talk about the state of the Vanderbilt women's basketball program. I was over there on Halloween, and Stephanie White was dressed as a ninja in her office. Pretty incredible. Stephanie White on Halloween afternoon in her ninja costume. Yep. Looking good, Coach. Thank Thanks you. for joining us. Appreciate that. I know you guys practice in the Halloween costumes every year. You dress up for Christmas, things uh-huh. like that. What do you think has been the best look for this coaching staff with the fun outfits? Oh, wow, the best look. You know, I don't know. I, can, I am kind of partial to last year because we had G, who who was Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> he, 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 he was pretty good. We had Rick, who was Catwoman. Um, you know, I, I, it's just, you know, every year it's, it's a little bit different. So, but, you know, I think the most fun thing is that, you know, our players – don't expect us to come in looking like that. Yeah. And so when, when we come in and we do, it gives them a little bit of a, of, um, of a laugh. Um, and sometimes it's very difficult to take it seriously as that happens. <laughs> uh, but no, it's a lot of fun. We are here less than a week from opening night for you guys mm-hmm. as you start on Tuesday. Just in general, how do you feel right now? I feel good. You know, this has uh, been a fun group to be in the gym with. You know, it's been a competitive group. It's been a group that's worked incredibly hard, uh, that, that, that loves each other, genuinely loves each other, um, that, that has a chance to, to really uh, make some noise, and that, that makes it fun. What do you think so far has kind of shown you that this team is ready to get going? I mean, you got returning faces, you got young faces, but what have you seen? Well, I think the biggest thing is just how hard they're working. You know, we've got a, a really good mix of some returners that had quality experience, um, a really good jolt of competitive energy from a lot of young players who love to play and love to compete, um, who have been winners. And, and they have embraced one another um, in, in, a, in a way that's helped us move forward quickly, um, that allows us to push them and challenge them in practice, um, that, that challenges one another every day in practice. And I, every single person that steps on the floor wants to be a part of, of, of being the change and wants to be a part of of helping elevate the program to, to where we're capable of being. And, and, and that in itself um, makes it fun to be in the gym. This is definitely the deepest team you've had mm-hmm. in the time that you've been here. How much has it helped just purely from a numbers standpoint going through summer, coming into fall? Yeah, it's helped in practice a lot. I mean, last year we weren't even really able to practice outside of two-on-two two and sometimes three-on-three. Mm-hmm. Three. Um, you know, in a, in a time where it's very difficult to get a practice squad here at Vanderbilt, um, having numbers to go against every day is important, and, and we have that now. It also, because of the way we want to play, we want to play up-tempo, fast-paced, offensively, defensively. We want to get after people. And um, and so in order to do that, we have to practice like that, and you have to be able to go hard for two, three, four minutes, however long it is, and then somebody else can come in and do the same thing and, and really tag team and build off of one another in that. 
No, you shouldn't be able to play the way that we want to play for a long period of time if you're really giving it everything that you have. So now I think we have the depth to really be able to say, I'm going to go as hard as I can for as long as I can. I'm going to ask for a sub. And then when I'm ready to come back, I'm going to come back. You guys had stretches last season where, I mean, you were dressing six, maybe mm-hmm. seven for a game. I mean, you had a half where you were one foul away from playing four on five, right. if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, how tough was that? And when you guys finally got back to full strength, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the win over Tennessee mm-hmm. is the highlight of the end of the year, but how good did you feel once you finally got back to full strength and finally got moving a little bit after that? Uh, it, it was a challenge. There's no doubt about it. When, when you don't have enough bodies to really practice, um, to scout, to do all of those things, it was certainly a challenge. I think that, um, you know, trying to manage, um, not just from a practice standpoint of who was actually able to participate, but how much were they actually able to participate because we needed yeah. them for games as well. Um, and then as you start, we, we weren't 100% healthy, but as we got healthier as the season went on, you know, you really saw what this team was capable of. But, you know, I, I, I commend our team last year because while our numbers didn't really indicate where we were, you know, we had spent the first two years really planting seeds and cultivating seeds last year, really growing roots. Um, and, and it could have been very easy for them to fold, and we never did. You know, we kept competing and kept playing hard, and then when we finally were able to be um, a healthier versions of, of our version of ourselves, you saw we were able to go into Tennessee and win. We were able to compete with Mississippi State on the road. We were able to compete with South Carolina on the road. So learning that when we put ourselves in positions and when we are healthy, we have the potential to compete in the SEC was huge for our team. You know, so now we have those guys returning healthy. Um, we have depth. We have speed and athleticism. Uh, and now it's time for us to start growing above ground. Talk with the Vanderbilt women's basketball coach Stephanie White here on the Anchor Down podcast as the Commodores get ready for their season opener Tuesday night against Jacksonville State here at Memorial Gym. You bring in seven freshmen. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's a big reason you guys are feeling good in the numbers department, and you called them winners, mm-hmm. and that's what matters. What do they bring? Competitiveness. You know, they have a tremendous energy about them. Um, they've got a youthful exuberance. They're long, athletic. Um, and competitive, and, and, and we've got um, all ends of the spectrum. I mean, we've, we've got, you know, high school players that were competing on the national stage, and we've got, you know, players who feel like they may have been overlooked in the recruiting process with a little bit of chip on their shoulder. Um, and, and, and we have really good teammates. Uh, we have really good culture kids. Um, we have players that, that want to develop, that want to get better, that like to be in the gym and that generally like one another. And I think that that's really, really important when you talk about continuing to move culture forward and and team chemistry is a big part of that. What's the sell right now for you guys? Obviously, recruiting has been successful. Mm -hmm. What do you feel like you're selling? Well, an an opportunity to help get a program back to, to prominence, national prominence, number one. I think number two, an opportunity to play in a system um, that allows you the freedom to play and use your natural abilities. Um, you know, we want to we want to make plays, not necessarily run plays, and but we want to do it within a system, within a scope of t- spacing and timing, um, and and actions that allow players to to utilize their strengths to their advantage. Um, and and we are a staff that will develop our talent, and and player development is huge. And and there are a lot of you know places that develop players to fit into that system but we want to develop players to be the best player that they can be to be the best student that they can be to be the best um, leader that they can be when they leave here and it really is a holistic approach and you're going to get opportunities to play you're going to get opportunities to come in and to make an impact right away but the players who take pride in wearing Vanderbilt across their jersey the players who take pride 
in getting a program back to national prominence that, that, that are not afraid of the academic commitment, that want to compete and play in the SEC. Um, those are the players that, that we have and the players that we're, we're going to continue to go after. You brought in two new assistant coaches last year, Sharika Wright, who's your recruiting coordinator, and Gary Reedus. Both of them are heading into their second seasons mm-hmm. this year. It seems like they've been big forces in recruiting. They've Is that huge. correct of me to say? They've been huge. You know, Sharika has such a great eye for talent, and, and not just talent that can come in and compete in the SEC, but talent that you can develop. You know, she sees beyond the obvious, um, and, and, and she really does an awesome job of – of filtering through to find great character kids, great character families that will come in and fit our culture and what we're about and that will fit Vanderbilt. Um, And and she's been a a huge asset since the day she stepped foot on campus last spring. Um, You know, Gary Reedus is is a young um, and upcoming assistant coach who didn't get here until September. Um, so, So sort of came in behind the eight ball but loves basketball and is a great relationship guy. And he's so good with recruits and so good with, with coaches and parents. And he's got this energy about him that's really infectious. And he, he just makes your day a little bit brighter with, with, yeah. with that enthusiasm and that energy and that zest for life. And, um, and, and there's really, really something to that. you know. And he's an incredible basketball mind. He's been around basketball his whole life. He's been around women's basketball his whole life. Um, you know, he's, he, it's, a, it's a great challenge, you know, day in and day out to talk basketball with, with this group. And, and those two have helped us from a recruiting standpoint, no doubt about it. And Kelly has been the consistent force for us, you know, since, since I've been here um, and, and, and really building relationships with our players and, 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 and technical details and scout-specific stuff that she's so, so good at. I feel like we have a, um, the best complimentary um, staff that we've had since I've been here. Venerable women's basketball coach Stephanie White is our guest on the Anchor Down podcast. You said, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on the quote, you want your players to be making plays, not running plays. Is that how you phrased it? That's how I phrased it, yeah. What does that look like when it works the way you guys want it to? Well, it, it looks a lot like um, like, a, like a natural flow, you know, and, and we, we utilize, um, you know, it's, 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 we call it making music. Um, it's, it is kind of like a dance, like, like where you can, you can read one another and you can play with one another and it, it flows in a natural rhythm and, and, and you make beautiful music. Um, and you know, it's not, it's not a series of linear cuts, A, B, C, D scripted kind of offense. Um, now we've had to do that in the past because that's the type of personnel that we've had and we still have to at some points, but you know, the, the, the goal is to, give players freedom to read and make reads, to give players freedom to do what they do best, but to provide structure in, 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 in spacing, in the type of pace that you have to play with, um, that allows them to utilize their assets and that, and that helps direct them into to what exactly those assets are at each phase of, of a season, because it's gonna be different in non-conference than it will be in SEC play when you're talking about great defensive teams that take certain things away. To stick with the music reference, are Jordan Cambridge and Chelsea Hall your maestros then? They are the maestros, no doubt about it. They are the maestros. We've, we've, we've got two of them. Either one of them can handle the ball and bring it right. up. Either one of them can initiate offense. Um, you know, they, they both um, are really good playmakers. You know, they're, they're both uh, really good IQ players. Um, and, and for us to have a, a different version um, – of sort of the same player, you know, and, and Jordan gets in the paint and she's a really, really good facilitator, makes players better, can score. Chelsea's a, a playmaker uh, at score, and her next level is really learning how to make everybody else better. Um, but she's money in the mid-range, money in the mid-range. And, and I think being able to eliminate the need to have to handle the ball 94 feet and defend 94 feet for one person um, is really going to help them. 
what do you guys need to see between now and the start of conference play to know that you're where you need to be? Uh, well, we need to see consistency. You know, we need to see a, a consistent defensive and rebounding team. We need to see a team that, that focuses on the details, um, that, can, that can execute a scout offensively and defensively. We need to see a team um, that, while there will be natural slippage, can retain information. Um, we need to see a, a team that can make layups and free throws. Um, that that can, you know, our margin for error is still going to be slim. So, so we've got to capitalize. Um, we're going to get to the free throw line because we've got a really, really good group of, of slashers. We've got to be able to knock them down. We're going to get to the rim. We've got to be able to make layups, and we've got to be able to make layups with contact. And, and more than anything, I want to see a, a mentality and an expectation of being able to step on the floor night in and night out and, and put ourselves in position to win ball games. This is the first time that I've had you on since Malcolm Turner joined the mm-hmm. fold at Vanderbilt in February, and the, the thing that stands out, about him in perspective to you is you both came from professional mm-hmm. basketball. Yeah. So what's it been like getting to know him, kind of making the similar transition, and what's impressed you about his leadership? It's It's been awesome. You know, I, I think one of the things that I love about Malcolm is he is a basketball guy and he gets it. Um, I love that he's a visionary. You know, I love that he's not afraid to take risks. I love that, you know, coming from where he's come from, um, much like where I did in the W, it's about rolling up your sleeves and, and getting to work. It's doing the dirty work. It's not the obvious that's coming to you, right? It's, it's finding ways um, to move the needle and finding unconventional ways to move the needle. And, and I, I like that mentality because I think that's what we're about at Vanderbilt. You know, we've, we've got to find unconventional ways to move the needle. We've got to be able to, to dig in um, and do what's, um, what's necessary to put ourselves in position for success um, academically and athletically. We've got to challenge one another um, day in and day out from a leadership um, standpoint. And, and, and really, I think that, um, you know, Malcolm to be able to come in and to, to help get us to another level um, is, is, is important. And I think he's the guy to do the job. As he really begins to lay plans down, outside of the obvious what do you guys need or want right now well I, I think you know everybody here is uh, at Vanderbilt um, is, is talking about facilities yeah. you know I think in the day and age where, where you're you're competing um, against peer institutions for eyeballs of young people um, and in the days of social media you know it is about eye candy unfortunately and and while eye candy isn't isn't the necessity uh, being able to position ourselves from from a um, from a facility standpoint is and 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 all of us love Vanderbilt because of the tradition. All of us love at Vanderbilt because of the history. And I think finding creative ways to be able to maintain that part of it while continuing to to create an engaging fan experience and engaging experience for our student athletes um, is is important. You know, I think from an athletics department standpoint, as we continue to move that needle and continue to move the needle when it comes to taking care of our student athletes, whether that's nutrition, you know, sports psychology, um, you know, from a mental health standpoint, and and you know marketing and advertising I mean all of these things um, that are so important and in a city that you're competing night in and night out for entertainment yeah. dollars where there's just so many things <laughs> to do right so it's it's not an easy task um, but we, we want we have to be able to and we want to be able to do it with the identity of what Vanderbilt University is all about and and I think that all of us love that about Vanderbilt and want to continue to do that with the integrity of Vanderbilt University awesome coach white thanks so much for joining us appreciate it. thank you Stephanie White, Vanderbilt Women's Basketball Head Coach here on the Anchor Down Podcast. Give me some quick thoughts on that interview, which I enjoyed very much. A little bit more hoops talk to close out the program after this. It's the Anchor Down Podcast on ESPN 1025 The Game with me, Max Hurst.